at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. In this week's episode, we will discuss education reform on mission. Hello, everyone. This is Danielle Washington coming to you live from Ms. Buffy Williams' office. <laughs> Just sitting around thinking about life and trying to become better people tonight, so check us out. Welcome back. You're on the air with Buffy Williams, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. We have been discussing the show's purpose on mission. Good evening, this is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. Tonight's topic is educational resources. A recap on last week's show, we looked into the factors that affect providing educational access to the global community. In tonight's episode, we're looking at additional educational resources for teachers, parents, and students. So join in the conversation with us and call us at 917-948-7542 or drop your comments in the chat or tag us on social media using the hashtag NHEG or at Buffy underscore Awaken or on Spreaker, Instagram, or YouTube. Remember that my fellow New Heights host, Erica Hansen show airs on Thursdays at 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'd like to uh, thank all of my listeners for um, hanging in there with me through uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and also for supporting the show. I know that my viewership has increased over the last few months, and I want to just Send a personal thank you, shout out to all of my supporters of my New Heights Educational um, Group uh, episode each week on Tuesday nights. I know that there are plenty of other things that you could be doing with your time, so I just want to say a special thank you to all of my listeners. 
And I also want to address um, the momentum shift of where parents are now considering what options they're going to um, encounter for the new year or this upcoming year for their students. And as we look at the educational resources, on the show that we did prior to this, we talked about the Pulitzer Center and we also talked about all of the offerings that we have here at the New Heights Educational Group in Defiance, Ohio. So on tonight's show, I kind of want to spotlight some of the things that the Ohio Department of Education has as resources, but I also want to remind my parents out there that if you find a reputable place that offers education, that there are many things that you could be overwhelmed with in this time. So I would just use your gut and take the different core areas that your children are working with at school and try to find something to augment that, something that will give them a greater understanding or a deeper insight into a particular subject. I know that on one episode, we also talked about the McWayne Center, which talks about robotics and mathematics and physics in a fun and interesting way. We also talked about um, the Alabama School of Math and Science. And just because your child doesn't gain entry into those schools does not mean that they don't have access to some of the summer programs that are offered to kids from around the state. So I encourage you to look at your state, look at your state education system, and kind of find something in each one of those core areas that's going to enhance your child's learning. So if you, I know that NASA also has a summer program, a space camp program that children can participate in. And so if you have access to things like that, the Smithsonian, uh, I know that National Geographic and PBS Kids and also, they have a YouTube channel for kids strictly so that kids can listen to content on their level and they can also learn in a, a new and innovative way. And so as you're exploring educational resources for your children for this upcoming year and maybe even this summer, trying to find something uh, new and fun and exciting for them to participate in. Think about all of the reputable places that you already know about. And even your public library generally has access to reading programs um, that are offered during the summertime and also um, science and math programs that are offered in the summer. And one of the um, virtual summer series camps that the Ohio Department of Education offered was a, a summer series that offered kind of flexible um, student-centered approach um, camps for students. And they also have a resource learning center there uh, that actually works on interpersonal skills with the children. And I think that that's really important, especially if you have younger kids who are just um, working to um, better their skills on actually interrelating with each other. And also they have some teachers kits out there um, for teachers if they, because of the heightened sensitivity around race, um, that it's called Teaching About Racism. And it's a toolkit for, um, for teachers out there. And we also talked about um, the EJI Center and also um, 
there's another magazine called Teaching Tolerance that also offers toolkits for teachers and parents. And so you can just sign up for those things and actually be able to utilize those resources. And you don't have to worry so much about searching down the facts because they'll have links to all of their resources that they offer. And so sometimes you can have meetups and virtual meetups with other parents and they can provide you with additional resources on particular things. And a lot of schools now are having things like let's get ready for the fall or things related to computer science and technology. And they have what they call virtual meetups. And so for parents and teachers alike, if you want to participate in those type activities, those are free to you. And just trying to bring science into the classroom and definitely getting your child familiar with this virtual world that we're getting ready to uh, embark on in a deeper and more meaningful way. So remote learning and virtual learning is something that educators will have to get more comfortable with. And definitely the parents as the children are involved with those. But also you want to make sure that um, it's in a protected environment. And you also monitor those things because, you know, that's one of the things with schools. Um, they have secure sites. And so that's why we want you to try to tap into some of those reputable places that you can find resources for your children. Um, and also the Department of um Education for Ohio has English and Math Readiness Toolkits for kids as young as the Head Start program or kindergarten program, of course, through. So that would be your K through 12 area. And for those of you who are seniors or juniors or seniors or even seventh grade, for that matter, who are looking at prepping for the ACT or the SAT, and looking at ways to improve your scores, I would say definitely try to take advantage of those online resources. And they have links to, to all of these resources at the Department of Education for Ohio. And so they have a newsletter that goes out weekly that provides you with different things regarding scholarships and curriculums that would be more beneficial for parents. Um, during this time, especially uh, as they embark on this new school year. And so I wanted to remind our parents that if you sign up for that link, and I know that every state has this, and every state can be different, so it's no harm in, in tapping into another state's uh, education department. And of course, you know, I always use the, the ed.gov as a starting point for most shows regarding educational resources. But just remember that your state also has uh, a large amount of information on these things. And it also taps into things essentially that you need, like summer, summer food programs, which you spoke about on last week's show, and also what the plans are for the upcoming year. So not only do you have access to these resources, but you also have an informative, um, fact-based way of finding out what's going on in your school. And of course, you know, they have professional development as far as the educational resources are concerned. And then we also have the Center for Education Reform that I also want to uh, encourage you to go and look at as the schools start to reopen. Um, educational reform um, has definitely 
um, I guess, taking a back burner to all of the things that are going on uh, in the world today. So we're thinking about education reform and how we can reform it, but we also want to be at a stable place. And so we're looking at uh, what is our baseline right now for educating our children in the best way. And education reform is definitely still on the forefront. We still want to have our children in a safe environment and we want them to be able to compete in the global society. But we also understand what's going on in the world today and that we need to be supportive of each other at the current state that we're in. And so um, we want to make sure that we're supporting each other uh, across these spectrums and providing the information and educational resources that we can to um, aid each other at no matter um, which level we're at, whether we're um, volunteering within the schools, um, whether we're just supporting parents who have young children who are going into the school system, because we all don't know what that's going to look like. And so if we have educational resources that we feel like can be beneficial to parents, we want to make sure that we provide them with those links. And again, don't feel so overwhelmed. Just take it one step at a time. So I encourage parents to, again, if you have uh, a focus on a particular area for your child, or if you know your child has uh, a weak area and maybe an area where they really, really gravitate towards, maybe just start off slow and just pick one thing and so that you don't get overwhelmed and the child doesn't get overwhelmed and you stick with that until you feel like maybe they've mastered that area or that particular subject in that particular um, core area. And then later on in the semester, you can choose something else. So I don't want you to get all of this information from me regarding going to the Ohio State um, Department of Education or either your local or state um, Department of Education and being overwhelmed by the information. So just decide on a framework that's going to work best for you and your family and then utilize these resources as you need them. And so that's one of the reasons why I did mention National Geographic and PBS and places like that, because those are things that you know that most people, um, they utilize those things um, on a daily basis. And those are there at your fingertips when you need them. But you don't need to feel overwhelmed because this is a time that we want to support each other as far as educational resources are concerned. And I'm your host, Buffy Williams, and we're going to take a short break and we will be, we hope that you join us after the break. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school 
That's recommended by more than new on Curiosity Stream. This bear's walking right at me. We'll see if he wants trouble or not. Follow filmmaker Casey Anderson as he gets an unprecedented face-to-face look at Alaska's fiercest carnivores on the Tracker's Diary, Bears of Katmai. Plus, why is a tiny island in the Pacific one of America's most crucial outposts? Discover the truth behind this mysterious trans-Pacific stopover on Extremities Wake Island. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back. I'm your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. And tonight's topic is educational resources. Before the break, I was trying to communicate to parents that when you are provided with all of these educational resources, you want to kind of take your time and not overwhelm yourself. We're getting ready to go into a fall Um, semester or term, whether your child is in uh, the the elementary education or junior high or high school, this is going to be a new thing for administrators, parents, and teachers. And so none of us really know exactly what the framework is going to look like. I know that most schools are going to use a combination of, of different formats as we go into this next school year. But for this summer, uh, if you're looking for educational resources or if you're looking for educational resources to utilize throughout your child's school year, make sure that the things that you um, expose your children to uh, as much as possible are reputable places that can give them factual information. Um, And we are indeed doing a podcast tonight. So a podcast is also an additional way for your children to receive um, information on different subjects and different topics. So if your child is an auditory learner, that may be a good way to kind of use that in combination with some of the other things that your child may be um, working with throughout the summer months or in coming into the fall. And again, if they're preparing for college, you want to make sure that you also tap into those resources. Uh, you're never too young. I feel like if you if you have the basics, um, if you mastered algebra uh, and mathematics, that it's never too early to get a test run on your ACT or SAT. But going into the learning environment and thinking about school readiness and what children will need in, as far as the educational resources are concerned. Uh, I want, I definitely want you to go to the uh, your state uh, education department and see what resources they have available there for you. And take your time, read through the resources and kind of just pick something that's going to be best for you and your child. And do something that also challenges them, challenges their way of thinking, because critical thinking skills is very appropriate. You don't always want to necessarily select something that they're just easy at all the time or they agree with. 
um, that gives them an opportunity to debate the facts and, and the issues on certain sub subjects and be more diverse as far as their learning style is concerned. But again, um, with the Ohio Department of Education and some of the updates that they send out, they also send out toolkits on student um, readiness as far as their reading is concerned. And, and you can tap into those toolkits also, parents, um, to kind of help you out and teachers alike can utilize those as well. They also have student readiness toolkits on mathematics uh, in education, and those can be very helpful. I know that I probably am not smarter than a fifth grader when it comes to the new math that they're using, but <laughs> I can use the old math. <laughs> so I know that that would be a resource that I would definitely probably be intrigued by and would also um, love to explore for myself because um, as you can probably tell by my personality on the radio, I like to be challenged just a little bit myself. And so uh, also thinking about charter schools, um, they also have charter school information there and they also have um, things that are directly related to specific subjects, definitely. But it also talks more about the Pulitzer Center and things that affect our economy as far as education is concerned and definitely the different learning centers. And so going into the new year, um, seeking out educational resources and reputable resources is going to be uh, a big topic. And there are also documentaries and anything that directly relates to history and a particular subject would be very helpful for your child as well. And so if you have, I know that, you know, we have a lot of remakes that are going on right now as far as the movie industry is concerned. So if you're thinking about the arts, they also tap into, you know, different areas. I know that um, as far as mathematics is concerned, you could probably find a lot of space um, type movies that actually tell you about the physics and things like that, but you also want to tap into the arts. Uh, I can't think of the name. Hidden Figures is the name of the movie that I'm trying to think of right now as it relates to space. Uh, so also find fun ways that you can engage with your child from day to day. It doesn't have to be um, a book all the time for you to educate your child again or for your child to gain interest in a specific subject. So if you have something like that that is age appropriate that you can research or check out from your public library to talk with your child about, all of those educational resources can be definitely um, used to augment your child's learning. And I, I want to, again, uh, let you know that my heart goes out to anyone who is trying to consider whether or not they can send their child back to school Um in the fall, if they're considering virtual learning or remote learning uh, or in-school learning, I know that that's going to be a, a very difficult decision. And sometimes you may be in a position where you, the decision is made for you because you have to go to work. And so I, I understand um, that and my heart goes out to you. I know that there are also going to be um, some changes as it relates to schools. So again, 
just remember that these if you can stay at home with your children and your children can stay home all of these resources are here and there's also a homeschool resource um, newsletter that you can use from time to time to use as a guide for you and your family and there are also virtual conferences as it relates to homeschooling your child and even if you're doing a remote or a virtual with your child in the fall those resources will still be helpful for you but I do encourage you to um, utilize your teachers utilize the formats they they have given you to stay in contact with them and to make that learning process or that virtual student-centered process um, more engaging. I know that it will probably uh, probably be um, very engaging, so that the parent, I mean, the teachers know that the students are actually um, able to internalize what they've actually learned and um, have some way of showing them that they understand the concepts. And so, whether you're using high tech or low tech. Um, all of these scenarios are going to come into play and you'll have many topics and many materials and recordings of, of different lessons that your child will have to um, go through in order to um, prove to their teacher that they are retaining the information. So the more that you utilize these resources, um, the more uh, you will become familiar with the format and uh, it'll be easier for you. But I know that they have planning guides for most, most parents and going into this fall year and what the format is supposed to look like coming in the fall. And so I just encourage you to be patient with yourselves, be patient with the administration because they're trying to do what is best for your child. But ultimately, as a parent, uh, you have to do what you think is best for your children and for your family. And so I want to um, also uh, encourage you to be an advocate for those who are assisting the administration. Um, all of our um, bus drivers who are having to take the students to and from school and uh, all of those essential um, janitorial staff that they will be probably working overtime um, to keep the environment safe and clean for our children in this coming fall. So just think about everyone that it takes um, to make it a successful experience for your child and um, try to show compassion for each other and also try to um, build a network of people that you can tap into these resources, ask the appropriate questions, but still be able to um, give your child what they need in this time and know that you're not going through any of this alone. All these re educational resources are put out there because people actually care about the fact that they want children to receive this information in, in a way that is um, easy, transparent for them. And also, most of them offer ways in which you can connect in uh, a different way. It's different from the way that um, we um, learn information and for their children it will be um, much different as well and so we're in a transitional shift uh, as it relates to the way that we 
um, see education, the way that we engage in education. And for those um, forerunners who have already paved the way for virtual education, uh, we now see how essential and how important that is, because if we had not established that framework to begin with, we would really be at a disadvantage at this point. And so we should consider ourselves fortunate and grateful that we um, live in a society where we have access to a plethora of information and educational resources and that we have the options that we have for our children as it relates to educational resources to be able to learn additional information at will and retain it uh, at a pace that is going to be um, best for our child. And so um, be supportive, be encouraging, be kind to yourself and understand that we're all going through um, this together and um, definitely be patient um, with your administration and try to keep yourself safe well and I, I pray that you are happy uh, and enjoying this time at home with your children and enjoying learning them in a new and exciting way uh, because children teach us so much about ourselves uh, each and every day. So I'm your host, Buffy Williams. You're listening to the New Heights uh, Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. And I want to, again, thank you for tuning in tonight. And I hope that you join us on next week. Um, my topic is scheduled um, to be bullying, but I think that we may change that. Uh, so it may be a surprise episode for you on next week. I'm not sure. So if it resonates with me, you will we'll be talking about bullying. If it doesn't, we'll be talking about another topic. But we also, every night, we'll be talking about education on mission. So again, I'm your host, Buffy Williams, and thank you for joining me. We hope that you join us next week. That's our time, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm your host, Buffy Williams. If you like what you've heard, search for us on your smart speaker and listen to us anytime. Thank you for listening. Good night. Until we meet again next Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we discuss next week's topic. Enjoy expanded content from the New Heights Education Group host on Blog Talk, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Watch No Learning. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.
on CuriosityStream. Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.